back to you did it again. <laughs> welcome back to episode thirty-eight of our weird life. Well, not welcome back to welcome back to our weird life. It's episode <laughs> thirty-eight. My name's Jodie, and my name's Jack. And um, yeah, hi. Sorry, I'm the interrupting uh, the interrupting sheep. Oh yeah, that's a bah. joke. Like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Anyway, how are you, Jack? How have you been? How's your week been? What have you got to tell me? What's um, new? What is new? What's happened this I'll week? I'll tell you something. Go on. <laughs> Look at my face. Oh yeah, I'm currently staring at Jodie. <laughs> and she's looking at me with a slightly bigger face than what she started the week with. <laughs> instead of instead of two eyes, I've got four bulging eyes on my face. What happened? So I was sleeping peacefully in my bed, just, you know, relaxing like you do, dreaming wonderful dreams. Mm. And I woke up in the morning and I must have been mauled in the night because, (laughs) (laughs) by a mosquito, I assume, because I have two huge bites on my face, both on the right side of my face, one above my eyebrow and one below my eye. And it looks like I've been socked in the face. Because um, my face swelled up as well. So, and I think I'm allergic to mosquito bites because when when I got bitten on my leg last year, it swelled up loads. Is that the right word? Swelled? My leg swelled. Swelled up loads. (laughs) (laughs) It swelled up loads, didn't it? I actually don't know because if you say it swelled up loads, that doesn't sound right either, does It, it? It just swelled up. It swelled up. Does that make sense? My leg swelled. My, my face leg swelled. swelled up. That's fine. I don't think, I think you need it's to just say up. I've... Just say swelled. It swelled. Yeah. But then, how do you know which direction? Anyway, let's not <laughs> let's not argue about English because there's at least 170 thousand words in it that we found out last night. Yeah, and 500 thousand in Japanese. No so wonder we have good luck us. Yeah, no wonder we have difficulties. Anyway, back to the mosquito. Yes. Um. So, yeah, my my face was really swollen, is what I should say. My face is swollen. So, it literally looks like I've been punched in the face. And for, like, two days, people didn't say anything to me. And it's kind of worrying, really, because I honestly think that they thought I'd been punched in the face, but they just didn't want to ask me. That's a bit alarming. It is a bit. I mean, what I don't understand is, what, (laughs) like, every morning... When I leave or we leave, we see each other. Mm. I didn't see anything then. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, you sent me a picture. That's how I no, first No, I didn't send it. you a picture because there's no picture on my phone. That... I was trying to find a picture the other day to show somebody and I couldn't find one. Really? Yeah, I don't have one. God, my memory's terrible. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, could have, I could have sworn you sent me a picture and you let me like, check let me check because I was looking for one the other day and um, I thought you sent me a picture and um, that was when you were like oh look I've been bitten by some demonic <laughs> mosquito nope hovering about the place no I sent you this <laughs> okay that's <laughs> <laughs> I sent Jack a picture of the... (laughs) So I took out all the summer clothes this week. We did a spring clean. So I took out all the summer clothes and wanted to put away all the winter clothes. 
Um, so I sent Jack like a picture of the pile of summer clothes that I had to wash. It was an actual clothes mountain. It probably took me like seven or eight loads of washing. And I just sent him like, it's like a, I don't know who it is. It's like a. It's from a trailer park. Trailer Park Boys. Is it a GIF? Is it called a GIF? I think it's called a GIF, actually. Oh, yeah. goodness. I think it's a GIF. It's a GIF. The, no, it's uh, a GIF. The creator said it's a GIF. What Even does the, it stand for? Um, gen, generated image, image... flicker. Image flicker. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. I, I, actually, I actually read what it was the other day <laughs> and I've, I've forgotten since. Anyway, I sent him a, a GIF yeah. with... Um, that character from Trailer Park Boys, like yeah. with these big eyes, like blinking, <laughs> <laughs> like oh my gosh! Yeah, it's pretty bad though, isn't it? I mean, like you say, I don't know why someone wouldn't have said, "Wow, what happened to your face?" I know they would just let that pass, like it was. Well, this was this was oh, to be fair. You can't really see it here. No, this was on the the, no, the day. Had you put makeup on top of that or not? Um, a little bit, but it is like it is here. You can see it's slightly swollen. Yeah. <clears throat> but part of it was like under my mask. But yesterday I wasn't wearing my mask, and this lady came up to me. She went, "What is wrong with your face?" <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong? Just as blunt as that. And that's not the first time she said that to me either, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> like she just says it randomly. Well, the other, what the heck is wrong with your face? The other time she said it. <clears throat> I think I just had like a, a rash or came out in like a lot of spots on my... I've got very textured skin, I would say. It's quite bumpy. English or Japanese? English. Oh. Whew. Savage. <laughs> well, I think... Actually, I don't mind it because she's one of those people that says how it is. Yeah. She's one of those people that would tell you if you got something on your face. But like in an embarrassing that. way, yeah. I appreciate that like kind I, of... I wore white trousers to my like nursery class and she was like and I came back with green crayon on them and she goes well you're just stupid aren't you <laughs> <laughs> I was like well yeah <laughs> yeah I am yeah that's kind of brilliant really yeah she's she's very like um straightforward but that, I like that because you know you stand with her mm. um but yeah sometimes I'm like yeah sorry I am stupid <laughs> so yeah she asked me what was wrong with my face and I said um I'd been bitten by a mosquito. And she said, oh, it looks like you've been punched in the face. You got in a fight. I read, actually, that the... Um, I didn't realise that only female mosquitoes bite. Um, the male ones, they just feed on plants and fruit and stuff. But the females, really? they need the protein from human blood in order to be able to lay, uh, lay eggs. Oh. That's why, they, that's why they feed on our flesh. Why are people not scared of mosquitoes oh they are they 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 kill more things than anything else many like them the, they are the official deadliest animal really yeah because they spread so many diseases <clears throat> you know like zika virus and all these kind of things that went around yeah africa and stuff doing a heck of a lot of damage to human populations they're um <clears throat> they're pretty dangerous did you know that malaria did you know that they have like the most poisonous venom in the world, I'm going to say in the world, I don't know that as a fact. <laughs> but they have like a poisonous venom, but they can't do anything with it. Really? I thought that was a um, 
Oh, the crane fly. What? It is. It's a daddy long legs. Daddy Sorry. Long, that's it. It's all right. Blah, 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 blah. Ignore that. It's a daddy long legs. Yeah. That's amazing though, isn't it? Because it is amazing. You, like you've just got these. Cause, Does that mean you can't eat it? Well. But dogs always eat them, don't they? My dog used to jump up and grab them. Yeah. I'm not sure how that works, but yeah, apparently they've got this deadly venom that they can't inject, which is so weird. Can you imagine... Do humans have anything like that? We have something that we can't really like utilise. Appendix. I suppose. Mine's yeah. gone. Mine's out the door. It's gone. Yeah. Exploded. Well, they... <laughs> it did. It had Exploded to be, it had out to be, the door. The way they described it to me was it had to be hoovered out of me. Well, uh, like the poison was everywhere. Well, it, they the belief Traumatic. is that that used to be it contained acids that broke down plant. And grass, yeah. And grass. Um, material, didn't it? Mm. But so now that, we, have now that we no longer graze, um, I don't know actually. Maybe <laughs> they you do. Imagine humans grazing. <laughs> it's on all fours, like. <laughs> <laughs> so they're but you never the know. One, one day in the future, that might happen. <laughs> we'll <laughs> yeah. be grazing on farms. You know. Um, what was I going to say about mosquitoes? So last night. <laughs> Oh, Jack woke me up at night. The worst like... sleep. It was such a. It was just an all round bad sleep. Like there's nothing good happened about it. In it you know. <laughs> so, I we turned off the light and started to go to sleep. And I think we'd been talking for a little bit anyway, as we usually do. Um, I think we could film a, a bloody podcast before we go to sleep oh, most nights. That was the point of this podcast. You realise that? I know. So but that we, we, could we talk... still have more stuff to say. <laughs> Somebody stop me. Um, so we're we're lying for just falling to sleep, and I was I was thinking about my tooth at the time, the one which the that cracked very yeah. recently. If you go back a couple of podcasts, you'll find that out. Um, <laughs> and I was just like, I kept pushing my tongue into it, and my jo- mm. I kept like biting my jaw together. And I was like, oh god, this. My bite's been a bit off ever since it had the the onlay put back onto it. The little baseball cap. And the more... <laughs> the baseball cap, yeah. And the more I kept, like, messing around with it, I started getting, like, a pain in my jaw, and I was convincing myself that I had something wrong with it. Um, and all of a sudden I heard this... Right by my ear. <laughs> that was such a good impression. <laughs> and I was like, whoa! I, like, swatted my own head. You know when flies, they pass so close to your ear yeah. and your whole body goes, like it, yeah. it trembles or it goes into shock. Yeah. That's what mine did. And lo and behold, wouldn't you know it, stupid little mosquito is flying around I in our room. I it was the same one that bit me. Well, we thought, sorry, you thought that you'd killed it, didn't you, because there was one in the bathroom that you mm. said you'd um, By the way, annihilated. The, they were both big mosquitoes. Yeah. Well, I think the... Um, she was full of blood. Must have been my blood. Must have been savage, you know. Isn't that weird to think? Like when you squished it, you like squished my DNA. <laughs> yeah, onto the floor or onto the. That's weird, right? Where did he? That do? thing's carrying around my DNA. Weird. That's so strange. Very strange. It um, sucked on my face twice. One time was not good enough, apparently. Yeah. God, it could have gone on my eyes. And it's just doing like domestic domestic flights around our. Around our home. 
Yeah. How long did it take to get that thing? Oh, good God. We were standing on the bed. We were whacking the walls. We were, oh. Well, our walls are like brownie coloured, like light brown. So the bloody thing just blends in with the wall. It looks like a speck of dust. And it would land for like a whole minute and we'd be looking around the room. <laughs> a couple of goons. Yeah, like, oh, where is it? Um, and fly spray, well, they're so quick. You spray mm. fly spray and it's it's gone. And then what happened in the end? How did we actually get the thing? You sprayed it, you saw it and you sprayed it, but the... We hit it at least three times. That's and then huge. finally it kind of made its way down to the floor and then it met its demise. I think the spray got to it. Yeah. Jack was like, like just spraying spray all in the air. I know. Whenever he saw it, he was like... Like that. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this room... It like it's really... I quite like the smell of it, which is bad. You like the smell of it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they have, because obviously they have a lot of bugs here, so they have really, really good, like, mosquito sprays, and there's this thing that we hang outside the door, which works really well, actually, mm. like, because I, I get bitten all the time, and last year we found out about this little little thing that you hang outside your door. It's like a little plastic thing. Um, I don't even know. It just lets off a smell, I guess. Um and we put that outside the house last year and we didn't get any more mosquitoes. That so, was weird how quickly that worked. It was yeah, like instant. The, the day we put it in, we both stopped getting bitten. Mm. But whether this is this one is taking a bit longer or something, I really don't know. But. Well, actually, you you put that in after I got bitten on my face because you were like, right, the one from last year wasn't working. So. Uh, oh, you, no, it's because uh, I was thinking we had one in our house last night, but that's obviously the one that was still... In the house, right? Yeah. Like it, it got caught in here. Yeah. Um, yeah, weird little things though. Mm, so that, that sensation when they bite your ear. Ugh. I know. It's you're just gonna, vile. You're going to... Go on. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, so now the mosquito's dead. Right, okay, let's go to bed. And then we started talking again for God Did knows we? how long. Yeah, we were talking for a long while. And, um, what were we talking about? I well, I think then we started talking about teeth. Because uh, uh, you said that you had some some pain in one of your teeth as well, yeah. Mm. How's that today? I've tried not to think about it. Cause, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, because since you said that when you think about it, your tooth hurts. It's weird how that happens. So I've I've tried to stop thinking about it. Um, and that's worked. Well, if I think about it, it hurts. Okay, well, there we go. Point proven. <laughs> well, no, like if like if I think, mm, does it hurt? You dwell on it. I can feel it just. Like when I tried to eat, I couldn't eat my toast and that on it this morning. Right. Like I ate on this side of the mouth. Oh dear. So it was hurting, but I'm kind of ignoring it. Mm. Which is probably not a good thing. But the other day when I was eating toast, again, so similar to, well, it's like exactly the same story as you. I felt like part of my tooth came off, but I just ignored it. Oh dear. And then after that, I couldn't eat on it properly. Like it hurt. It is weird though, tooth pain, because I remember... Um, your dad telling me that he had like a specific toothache for ages, like a really long period of time, and then he just stopped eating sugar for like a, quite a while, or mm. st- stopped eating certain sweet things, and it went away. Never bothered him again. Really? Isn't that weird? Like mm. you would think that pain is a signal of, oh, this is really bad. You're gonna you have a problem, but not necessarily all the time. Um, well, my wisdom tooth was coming through, and that was really painful. Yeah. 
like really, really bad. But because we live in Japan, I just avoided going to the dentist. This right. was before, obviously, you had to go. <laughs> um, and I still haven't been about my wisdom tooth, but it's fully out now and it points completely to the left. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, good at doing its own thing. But I'm not. I'm just like, oh, it doesn't hurt anymore, so I'm just going to make sure it's clean. Right. It's right at the back there. So I hope that's not a really tragic thing to do, just leave my wisdom tooth well, so I know mean, it can cause other problems. There's only so far a wisdom tooth can come out, right? Like, you can't just keep growing it <laughs> internally. Outside it's not that, face. actually. I think it's, I think it's that if it grows wonky like that, then it, it touches the other tooth from the inside. Uh and when these two are, like, touching each other, I think that it can cause, like, a rot from the inside. Oh, dear. Like a root canal thing. Oh, that's what you mean. It can cause, really, I think, a lot of problems. That's why they take them out. Oh, no. And also the fact that your mouth just doesn't have room for them. How weird is that? That's something that we have that we don't need. <laughs> Wisdom <Yeah>. teeth. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they, they seem to just cause people more problems than anything, don't they? No, I reckon... Who, whoever says, yes... <laughs> I have a theory, though, about this in evolution. Mm. My theory is that because we didn't brush our teeth, that we used to lose a lot of teeth. Oh. Like, so it's like our way of being like, here's a new teeth, a new tooth. Mm. And I reckon, you know, back in the day, it, it would have fit in our mouth because we would have lost our teeth due to, like, not cleaning them and just, you know chomping on raw meat or whatever <laughs> i think that that we would have lost teeth and not had them replaced or had fillings or whatever i feel like that's a that's a genius thank thought. you very much it's pretty good thank you you look impressed he's impressed guys it's true isn't it like you think... <laughs> so you know back in the day we had no kind of health care or, or any kind of attention was paid to that teeth would just rot and fall out or someone would probably yank them out mm. um what's the basic thing you need to do to food to swallow it you got to chew it yeah especially your molars at the back that's where mo the most things happen isn't mm -hmm. it like how often do you bite with your like you know your incisors and your front mm -hmm. it's not very often is it? it's when you take like a piece of something maybe but to actually eat food you don't <laughs> you don't like go no. with the front teeth no, I reckon so, you know, we evolved to about adulthood where mm. we lost about four teeth, like adult teeth. So our body's like, let's replace those by adulthood. Let's give them another one. Yeah. A backup. Yeah. I, even if that's not true, I'm willing to say that that's a pretty good Thank you. theory. Thank you very much. Um, but tying on to where that was going... Uh, so I spent so long thinking about my teeth that I ended up dreaming about them yeah. and in the worst way possible. So I was feeling, in the dream, I was feeling around my mouth with my tongue again and my, in my, my bottom jaw, I started pushing on one of the teeth and it was like really painful when I pushed on it and then I pushed it a bit more and it just like flopped out of my mouth. Mm. And then the next one, and the next one, the next one, until my whole mouth was full of blood. And yeah. um, I was like pushing my tongue into my gums where the teeth had fallen out. So much so that when I woke up, I could still feel the pain. And I, could, I was convinced that there was like, I could taste 
where they'd come out. Yeah. And then finally, when I was back to myself, I was like, oh, no, they're all there. Just Is that the first time you've dreamt of losing your teeth? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's probably happened before. I mean, I've been thinking for hours about my teeth. And ever since I've had this feeling, I've been thinking about my teeth, so... Mm. You know. I think so many people says it, say it means so many different things. Yeah. Um, well, it's probably worrying it, I suppose, stress or something about it. Or It says a feeling of loss or yearning, a sense of direction or insecurities. Um, crumbling teeth, loss of control in your life. Well, I feel none of those things. (laughs) Losing the teeth with blood represents an attack on the soul. Whoa. This is a a demonic attack, some kind of spiritual attack. Oh, no. Maybe it's the mosquito. It's like um, the, the vengeful spirit of the mosquito flew out of its body after killing it and it's like right I think even in like I'm gonna possess your teeth in other cultures too like lose, dreaming of losing your teeth is really a big thing you know hmm. it, it has many different meanings I think People, like I've heard different things there you go but um, <laughs> speaking of losing your teeth <laughs> okay so does it does this tie on to what you were laughing at? Oh, yeah. Before we started the podcast, Jody just erupt into laughter, and I'm not kidding you. It lasted for, for just ages, and you were like howling. Yeah, I was. I, I I haven't laughed like that in a long time. I would say I was. It wasn't laughter. It was more like having a bloody anxiety attack because I was, <laughs> I was like hysterically crying and laughing, and like I I couldn't breathe. <laughs> Can I say, being on the receiving end of that, it's partially hilarious and it's partially really unnerving. And kind of you're irritating because like, you're like, what the hell's going like, on? Well, you're going to tell me. And then you couldn't tell me because you yeah. wanted to tell me here. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, like I'm finding something funny, but I've got no idea what the thing is. I feel like you won't find it funny because, like, I've calmed down now. Okay. Well, it's, it's, but, it's okay. I'll just. But I'll tell you what I was talking about. So I was looking at. What do people fear the most? Right. I was just curious. And then I thought, well, what? I wonder what the top ten phobias are. Okay. And then I just started looking at phobias, and a couple of those just really got me. Really? Um, not the phobias themselves, more the names. Right. So the number one is arachnophobia. Which is obviously the fear of spiders. Yeah, no surprise there. I, I don't really, do you reckon there's... Well, that's a silly question. I'm what? not going to even ask that. Of course, there are people who aren't afraid of spiders, but it's, it's, a, minor, <laughs> it's a minority of people, isn't it? I think most people are like, ew, yeah. because they're kind of creepy. But I wondered where the word phobia came from and why do we have these like funny names at the start? like, And that, that kind of sound like English, but... They're not. So I found out it's Greek. Did you know that? I, I, I think I thought it was Latin, but I guess... So the word phobia is, means fear or horror in Greek, but it's like usually something that won't harm you. Like an irrational? Kind of, yeah. Fear? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of, yeah, like not... A, like you might be afraid of the dark, but the dark won't harm you. Yeah, not necessarily harm you. Right. Or be like hurtful. 
So it's Greek. Hmm. Yeah, and so does the other word. It comes from Greek too. Okay, like arachnid. Yeah. Arachnid is... Yeah. yeah, so arachnophobia. So I was like, oh, it kind of makes sense now. Okay. So then I, just, <laughs> then I just went through the different ones. So the next is the fear of snakes, which is, I can't even say this, ophidi, ophidiophobia. Ophidiophobia. Yeah. I've never heard that one before. It's, isn't that funny? You hear, you hear arachnophobia quite All a lot. All the time, yeah. Fear of snakes. Well, you hear people say, I'm scared of snakes, but they never say that. Maybe because it's difficult to say. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Aphidiophobia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the next one I thought made me laugh a little bit was acrophobia. So I used to do acro, like type of dance. Okay. Which was like kind of like gymnastics and dancing kind of mixed together, acrobatics. Mm. Official acro. So this one made me laugh because it's called acrophobia, but it's a fear of heights. Acrophobia? Really? Yeah. A fear of heights is acrophobia? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what it says anyway. But acro is like acrobatics, isn't it? Right. <laughs> it just made me laugh like someone on a tightrope. <laughs> um, and then ag- agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. Yeah. That's a fear of... Of, of going outside or? Yeah, um, situations that are difficult to escape, so crowded areas. Um, like lifts. Yeah. No, that's more that's more claustrophobia, I think. A claustrophobia. Agrophobia is even, you know, before you go out, even outside, you're like a bit scared of going out alone. Or, okay. Um, yeah, sometimes you don't even leave your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and a third one in... Three people have um, that. One in three? Mm. Approximately one third of people. Oh, sorry. Sorry, that's a mistake. One third of people with panic disorder develop agoraphobia. Oh, okay. All right. And it's agoraphobia. It looks like agoraphobia, doesn't it? Yeah. Agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. Um, And then fear of dogs, cynophobia. C Y N O phobia. Cynophobia. Um, astrophobia, the fear of thunder and lightning. Wow, that sounds really cool. Tri- astrophobia. Trypanophobia, <laughs> fear of injections. Oh, I'm here. Say that one again. Trypanophobia. Trypanophobia. Yeah, trypanophobia. Um, social phobia, phobia, which just sounds kind of boring, doesn't it? Social phobia. Yeah. I feel like that's a new one. I feel like that's just been made up on the spot. Because it kind of sounds like agoraphobia. Is social phobia literally just an... Also, it has an S on the end. Social phobias. Yeah. The fear of social situations. Yeah. Um, I feel like everyone has that to an extent. Oh, I can't even say this one. To protr- it's P-T-E-R-O-M-E-R. <laughs> That's because of teaching English. H A N O. Well, the f- it's a silent P, I think, like terror. Terramahanophobia. Terramahanophobia. Fear of flying. That is, uh, that's never a fear of flying. Terramahanophobia. Yeah. Can you imagine saying it? What's your, <laughs> what are you afraid of? Uh, what's your phobia? <laughs> terramahanophobia. I have uh, terramahanophobia. 
<laughs> what the heck's that? I fear of flying. Oh, you're afraid of flying. <laughs> and then... Uh, That's not funny, by the way. I'm just... my... It is funny. It's funny. <laughs> I just... You just wait. Okay, I'm just building you up. Okay. This is not... You think that's funny. Okay. Uh, misophobia. Fear of germs. I thought misoph- misoph- oh, misophonia. That's sound, misophobia. isn't it? Misophobia. So anyway, so then I just went on a whole thing and was looking at different phobias. Okay. And from A to Z. Yeah. And I'm not laughing at the phobia, by the way. It's just, it's the name that mm. made me laugh. Some yeah. of the phobias, I guess, you would think, man, that would suck. Like a fear of flowers, like what, like that would suck. Fear you, you can go outside without. There's a the one that's called arachibotirophobia. What? <laughs> it's a fear of peanut butter. Say it one more time. Arachibotirophobia. Arachibotirophobia. Yeah. That's a fear of peanut butter. Yeah, specifically peanut butter. How many? I pe- think I had a fear of peanut butter as a kid because my brother was allergic to peanuts. So any anyone ever gave like offered me peanut butter, I was like, no, <laughs> back not away. allowed it in my house. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, this one's quite sad. How many people must have a, a a phobia of peanut butter in order for it to have its na- like an, a specific name? I know. Ooh. And it, there's not that many in A, right? What's the fear, though? That's what I don't understand. Like, I think it's the choking or the texture or the smell or something. I don't know. Or, like, the colour or the... I don't know. Like, no, I, know I, think it, I think it comes from childhood because a lot of kids, especially in America, eat, like, peanut butter jelly sandwiches, don't they? Oh, uh, OK. And they're just, like, for some reason, they're scarred by... Look, I had corned beef and brown sauce sandwiches every day of my life, like, pretty much... <laughs> <laughs> for school, and I've got a fear of them now. Do you have a corned beef phobia? <laughs> corned beef and brown sauce. Corned beef phobia. No, but maybe it's just that, you know. Um, anyway, there's a lot to get through, so <laughs> I'm just going to do a few of them. There's atelophobia, which I think is really sad. Atelophobia, I can't even... Uh, could I guess what that is from the name or not? Mm, I don't think so, unless you know Greek. <laughs> you may as well tell me then. It's a fear of imperfection. Oh, that must that must be terrible. I know. A fear of imperfection. You mm. mean everything that is ever done? I reckon people have that without realising. Some people. Yeah, but a phobia of it. You know when you get people that are just like perfectionists? I suppose so. And just cannot wait. I mean, that's, that's kind of subjective, isn't it, really? That you've got a feeling yourself that you have done something perfectly. Or even to, other people. Or even other people. What if they, they like... They like did something you like. Like if you perfect. set a dinner table, yeah, and it's like some of the cutlery is askew, and it's like, well, that's does that is class that, as the same thing, or is that like like a obsessive compulsive? Maybe they're linked. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And then there's two that I think are quite sad as well. Automatonophobia. I think I have this. <laughs> Automatonophobia. Just diagnosing myself every single one. Yeah, I have this. <laughs> I've got this one. I don't, by the way. I'm just being... What, what's that one? A fear of human-like figures. What does that mean? Human-like figures. As in, like, dolls and... Yeah, I guess, yeah. Figurines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, or, like, what I was thinking was, like, wax, wax works. Because I hate wax works. 
There's something about waxworks which is just... I just think they're going to come to life. Do you remember that you, you took me to that museum once hmm. and I couldn't get through the door because there was, like, three waxwork figures in the doorway? Yeah. And I, like... <laughs> do you remember? It? Yeah. And I was like... <laughs> and the woman at the... <laughs> at the reception was like staring at me like <laughs> what's wrong with you it's like this, she no, was probably thinking this isn't the museum for you if you can't get in the doorway <laughs> <laughs> you should leave now this is not the one for you this, these three figures this is kind of what it's going to be like all the way around <laughs> this, so. is, this is level one <laughs> this is entry level one no waxworks they, they do have a very sinister edge to them don't they yeah this, because there's like a a really small line that where they don't look real, mm. but they push they push that so close to it, yeah, in their appearance that it's like it could just like launch into life and start talking to you and jump up and down and yeah, you know. it's like too realistic, but it's kind of like a strange, I don't know. It's almost like you can't convince yourself that it there yeah. isn't a possibility it couldn't come to life. Yeah, especially after watching strange. Toy Story. Also, that would freak me out. I'm sorry if my toys were alive. No. I think when I was a kid, I thought, yeah, that'd be cool. But I'm like, no, that's weird. It's kind of weird that they they just like they just drop dead. Yeah. When someone comes in the room, is not supposed to see them. Mm-hmm. They just collapse. They used to do that at the parks, you know. What all the time? If you shouted to the you know, the people in costume, someone dressed as Woody or Buzz, if you shouted, like, Andy's come in, they would drop to the floor. That sounds like a terrible idea. Well, they stopped doing it. What a surprise. I bet, can you imagine people doing it every, like, five seconds? Andy's here! And then the poor people in the costumes have got to drop down mm. and, oh, Andy's here again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a fear of books. Bibliophobia. <gasps> I can't even imagine a world without books. So, if you have bibliophobia, I'm very sorry for you. Barophobia. Barophobia. Is that a fear of pens? It's a fear of... <laughs> no. no. Byros. It's a fear of gravity. Look, <laughs> I've heard of irrational phobias and stuff. And I, I get that they're they're really bad. But how do you define something like that? Like a fear, is it the fear of the thought of gravity or like gravity's it's everywhere? Yeah. Like you can't, do you just walk around like, oh, thinking about gravity? I just don't understand that. Maybe it's like, maybe it's the whole concept of gravity because that is kind of scary. You know how it's always pulling us into the earth? Yeah. That's how kind of we're taught that it's like a gravitational force that's like pulling us in. Yeah. What if one day it just lets us go? I used to think that as a kid. I was is like, it? oh, my God, I'm going to be floating around space I in my house. If that's what it is, I understand that because <laughs> anything like that can be really terrifying. Can't you yeah. start thinking about all this really yeah. grand stuff. I think it's the probably the concept of gravity yeah. that's scary. And the fact that if you go to space, there is none. Yeah, or well, like an invisible force. It's quite that's... powerful, isn't it, if you yeah. think about it like that. Oh, I, could, okay. I, could, I could rack up a fear of gravity if I've thought about it long enough. I suppose, I suppose. <laughs> I'm not downplaying anyone's fear of gravity, by the way. We're not downplaying any phobias. It's just like when you don't experience a particular feeling like that that people do severely, it's just interesting to try and get your head around what they feel, isn't it? 
Also, my phobia is on here too, so we can get into that in a minute. All right. Um, cacophobia. Chocolate? No. This is a fear of ugliness. Ooh, that's a rough one. That's a rough one, right? Yeah. I fear can of imagine, ugliness. Can you imagine walking down the street and you see someone that you subjectively think that person's ugly and you're just like, oh! <laughs> That'd be terrible, wouldn't it, really? You're just like, oh, God! Ew! Yeah. Is it just people as well, or like things? Just like anything? I don't know. It yeah. just has a fear of ugliness. Wow. That must be hard to, to get around. And then imagine being on the receiving end of it. Exactly. Oh, so, no, someone's like pointing at you going, oh my God, look I at that. I can't the... meet up with Jill because she's hideous. <laughs> <laughs> Is that insensitive? I don't mean to sound insensitive. <laughs> We've got a load here. Fear of being ridiculed, mirrors. I think everyone's got that. I'm going to just list them off. Geonophobia, fear of snow. Mm. Fear of colours, chromophobia. Fear of clocks, chromometrophobia. Fear of time, fear of confined spaces, you know that one. Yeah. Claustrophobia. Fear of clowns, chorophobia. Why don't it's called I used, I used to be scared of clowns when I was a kid. It's because they're I fine, <laughs> they are utterly frightening. And, and then... I mean, I mean, like, hysterically, I was scared of clowns. Like, they would drag me into birthday parties and I would sit there, like, wailing. Yeah. I was like, why wouldn't you just take me out, outside? I don't know. I d- Scary. He's got a big fake smile on his face. Um, fear of computers. Cyberphobia. Yeah, I can see that. Computers are strange things. Mm. And particularly now, like, you know what happened the other day? Uh, this was yesterday, sorry. The guy who we work with has ordered some baked beans, Heinz baked beans on Amazon, oh, Amazon Japan. Buy? He's never tried baked beans before because they just aren't a thing in Japan. But they're extremely expensive to buy, relatively, compared to what we pay in the UK. So we'd been talking about beans, and then within 10 minutes of having that conversation, I received an email from Amazon recommending me Heinz baked beans. So... The fact that people have some kind of fear of technology and computers is, mm. even, like, especially now, is not surprising. I'll say this too. I was with that person when he ordered the baked beans because mm. we were talking about it. And I said, oh, you know, something else we eat with our breakfast in the UK is black pudding. Uh-huh. Amazon, Amazon recommended me black pudding. I mean, that's so specific. Yeah. If that doesn't show you that you're... Which like, is pig's blood, if you don't know. I find it hard that people wouldn't have noticed this on their phones before and, and stuff like that, but tr- just pay a little more attention to it. Mm-hmm. Or every now and again, just drop in something into a conversation. That it doesn't you, you work like that, though. I've tried to do it like that before. Really? Yeah. Because oh. I've, I've noticed it happen on Pinterest, too. So I've, I was like... I remember me and my friend were, like, saying Lamborghini, Lamborghini, Lamborghini all the time because yeah. that's so specific. Um, but it didn't work. Uh, but one time I went apple picking and the apples in Japan have got like honey in the middle. They're like honey apples. They're mm. really amazing and really sweet. And I was telling someone about them and literally, I know it, I wasn't actually, I was, I was vlogging, <laughs> I was filming and I went on my phone and there they were on Amazon. The apples? The apples. You could buy... Japanese apples, and they just were there as a recommended product. Yeah, I've never searched for them. I've never googled them. 
Like I was literally just talking about them because I did some apple picking. The phones, but the specific, the golden apples, listening. like with the honey in the middle, it yeah. was specifically those. It's weird, isn't it? So, yeah, I get that very, too. Very, very strange. Sorry, next one. Dentophobia. <coughs> I think I could prescribe to that one. <laughs> Obviously, as time goes on, that just gets worse. Um, dermatophobia. Sorry, the dentophobia, is that a fear of dentists or yeah. a fear of teeth? Dentists. Okay. Dermatophobia. It's a fear of houses. Ooh. And on the same thing, ecophobia, ecophobia, hmm. ecophobia is a fear of the home. The home? Yeah, so I don't know the difference between houses and home. Like, if you're scared of houses, are you not afraid of your own home? And yeah. what do you mean by home? Is it like your home city or what you class as home? Yeah, fear of your home. Are you fear of going back home? Where would you live if not your home? Um... So we've got a few here, like fear of insects, fear of teenagers, horses, marriage, knees. <laughs> Why specifically knees? There's not like ears, eyes. My knees feet. are pretty weird. There's just a fear of knees. Why is this on here, but all the rest aren't? I could develop a fear of my own knees. It's called gen. Well, G E N U. Genu. Genuphobia. Genuphobia. Wow. Like, if you look at my knee right now, <laughs> it's got that weird little knobble on the on the yeah, end. Yeah, knees are weird. You know when people move their knee, like wobble, like <laughs> like the kneecap, not like <laughs> that, Jack. Jack just bends his knee, I'm like... Yeah, oh, they move they You've got a big the... bruise on your knee. That's unusual I... for you. Wow. Um, yeah, when they move their kneecap around. Mm, strange. I don't like that. No, not me. Fear of reptiles, blood, and then this one... <laughs> This is the one that I was laughing at, okay. Okay. This is hippopotamus hippopotamonstrosescupedaliophobia. What the heck is that? This one here. Can you see that? Hippopotamonstroses Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, that's so stupid. This is why I was cry laughing. I'll say it one more time. Hippopotamonstrosesequidaliophobia is a fear of long words. <laughs> How evil is, is that? that? Like a, is that in joke or something like that? How that's... evil is that? I was reading it. I was like, I was literally <laughs> saying, I was sitting here, me and Jack were sitting here quietly oh. while I was reading this. And I was like, that can't be real. So how, they, how, why would you do that to somebody? They What's have your named fear? the um, fear of long words the, the longest, longest word, word that could possibly... Out of all the fears as well, it's it's like four times longer than all the rest. There's like 30 plus letters in that. If you were listening to this and you have a fear of long words, firstly, apologies because we've just said it. But why, like, why would you do that? Like every time they have to say what their fear is, They have to that. say the long word. Why... It's awful. That's that's really sinister, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I was just dying. Can you imagine going to a doctor and saying Because I was like, that's so horrible. Doctor, I have a I have an irrational fear of long words. And it's like, well, it. well, uh, there's a there's a medical term for that. It's hippopotamus. And like the person's like, ah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> wow. 
So it's probably taken from the root word. How is that? I'm sorry. How is that taken from that word? It's probably taken from the root word sesquipedalian, which means long word. Therefore, sesquip... I'm not going to try and say it. Lophobia is technically more correct. But what's the hippopotamus or monstrous? Monstrous. It's like big hippo. Big hippo, Big long hippo, word. long word. Phobia. Phobia. That's Hippop- so unnecessary. Uh, um, refers to hippopotamus and monsters to make the word sound even more intimidating. Why? How ironic that the name for the fear of long words itself is 35 letters long. That was a guess, wasn't it? 30 plus, 35 letters long. Honestly, but why? Why do you need a reference to a hippopotamus and monsters? What's that got to do with anything? That's that just like just... adding insult to injury. Why don't they just call it phobia? Like they have a little sound. Phobia. I know. This phobia is highly personalised. Some people are afraid of long, multi-syllabic words, while others have a fear of obscure words. Some even fear moderate length common words. So it's just a fear of words, I guess. Mm. Oh, just you know, in you. Do you reckon it's in? Do you reckon it's in the written form, as opposed to the, like hearing them? I don't know. Either oh, way, isn't that awful? Maybe that's what it is. Like you could, you could call it a long word and then say it to someone who has the thing. But oh, if as long as you don't show them, I read mod- that earlier. I, c- I couldn't believe that. There's some real like there's some real darkness there, isn't there? Uh, yeah. Why you would call it that? Like, it shouldn't really be called hippo. That's kind of making fun of it, isn't it? I think the hippopotamonstrous thing is oh. <laughs> totally un- unnecessary. Honestly, I could not stop laughing because I was just in disbelief. Yeah. Like, cry <laughs> laughing. Like, why would you do that? That's so evil. That is unbelievable. How many known phobias are there, do you know? Um, I'm not sure. This one's interesting, too. How many? Wickophobia. A fear of witches and witchcraft. I think it's like a fear of Wikipedia. Wicker. No, it's like... I like wicker. Yeah. Well, it's CC, so it might be like witchophobia, but there's no H there. Oh. Fear of what witches and witchcraft. Mm. I suppose that's kind of scary. So this is my phobia. Trypophobia. Trypophobia, which is a fear of holes. Yeah, I, I get that one, absolutely. Mm. I can see why. So, for me... It's it's, like that's the worst part. You, as you already know, you type in trypophobia to Google and you are presented with, <laughs> like, a trypophobian's nightmare. Yeah. Like an art gallery of all the worst things you could ne- never wish, you yeah, know, on literally. your worst enemy. It's just terrible, haunting pictures. <laughs> yeah, and people are always like, oh, you're scared of holes. It's like, no, I'm not scared of a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared of a-holes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's funny. You're, a-holes. You're, a-ho- you're scared of um, holes in something, in, like, like surfaces. No, no, it's, like, it's bunched holes, gathered oh, yeah. holes. Gathered holes, yeah. Of different sizes. Oof. So Just you saying it makes me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, there's something about it that's weird, especially if it's, like, natural. Like, it's, like, a... Like, not a bee's nest, because they're all the same size. It's it's more the different sizes, isn't it? Yeah, Being it's close different to sizes other. and close together. I hate it. Um, 
Well, as we read before, that's a very like primal response to Yeah, so I, I read about it because I can't really describe it um, other than that it makes me feel like it makes me have a panic attack usually. Mm. Um, so I don't know why that, that would be the case. So after um, someone sent me an article about it because I didn't want to Google it, so they Googled it for me and sent it to me. And um, apparently it's it's uh, you have like learnt fears and natural like ones that are like in us somewhere. And that one's apparently a natural one, which comes from like there used to be this frog, I think, this poisonous frog, um, which has like holes like that on its back. So it was poisonous to us. So we developed a fear from it or something like that. Mm. I guess spiders are kind of similar, aren't they? Because they are patterns on the back, maybe that yeah. symbolise some kind of poison or danger mm. or. It's more of plants like, to have. A... I shouldn't touch it or go near it, yeah. but. There's been in a multiple... way. Then you should be thankful of that because yeah. it's quite a it's a good survival one. I don't know if I'm thankful because I mean, one time I nearly, literally, nearly fell off a cliff because I was trying to run away from a rock. Do you remember that? Yeah. We were in uh, Spain, I think. Me and Jack were walking by the beach, and as you know, if you've ever been on the beach, there tends to be things like that which have have like eroded over time. Which have like, you know, rocks with loads of holes in or mm. you will see a shell that have got holes in, things like that. And we were walking on this side of this cliff, like by the beach, and uh, there was a huge rock with like holes in it. Um, and I freaked out. I tried to run away from it, <laughs> tripped over the rock. <laughs> And fell, and I was so close to the edge of the cliff, wasn't I? Yeah. And you were like, what are you doing? And I just got up and, like, carried on running. <laughs> you were like, Jodie, stop running. <laughs> stop it. So, yeah, it's weird. It's like a... It just shows how powerful it is, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. But the very first time you realised I had it, we were in your garden, mm. and I saw, like, a piece of bark, which was like that, and I just... I was, I think I was hugging you at the time or something, but I just, I realised that I'd never told you about it. So I started to panic about that on top of the fact that I was panicking about the holes. <laughs> yeah. So then I just started like crying and not saying anything. And I don't know, how did you feel? You were there. <laughs> I couldn't make sense of what on earth was so upsetting, just mm. randomly, like it sort of came over you very quickly. Um, and you couldn't tell, you couldn't say what it was. Yeah, you know, I could, no, I very tell easily. Him. It's like or, you couldn't get the words it. out to be able to say it. And then, uh, obviously, when we realised what it was, then then you told me about it afterwards, more in more detail. But since that point, I then, if I saw something which I thought might trigger it, mm. I would move it. Yeah, I or noticed. try and do it in a way that was like I didn't notice. Yeah, I wouldn't just be like. For God's sake, don't turn around. Yeah. Because <laughs> that doesn't work. Yeah. That makes you panic. But if it's more subtle, then you can just sort of like forget about mm. it. And also, if it's, it's if it shocks me. So I used to work um, like in a shop and people would often buy crumpets. And I just like, if you've ever seen at the top of a crumpet, that is exactly my fear. Mm. Um, now I know what a crumpet looks like, so it doesn't scare me i'm not scared of crumpets but like <laughs> <laughs> but i'll like 
you know, if I have to, if I had to stock them that day or something, I'd be like, mm, okay, I'm expecting it. But often this thing would happen where I'd be like put, putting people shopping through and I would pick something up, say like a bag of crisps or whatever, and it would reveal a crumpet. <laughs> oh no. This happened a couple of times where I would literally just be like, excuse me. And like, I would have to walk off mm. and like, just calm down and tell someone else, can you deal with that customer? Because it, it's also, the, I think it's partly the shock. Like I'm not expecting it. Yeah. But if I'm expecting it, then it's okay. I can like, just be like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I know it's coming. Mm. But I often don't tell people about it. Now I'm, like, announcing it. But I don't tell people about it because they try to scare me. That's pretty cruel. Yeah, like, I remember one time someone said, oh, Jodie's scared of holes. Like, they immediately tried to make a hole, like, in, in, like, a tissue or something that they had and was like, ooh, hole. What is wrong with people? I was like, that's, one, really stupid like yeah. no that's not going to scare me like no. and two why would you want to do that <laughs> so so evil yeah it's almost as evil as that long word phobia i think my my phobia is kind of has almost gone away I that's think. true yeah um, i've thought about that for a long time actually is it on there do you know what it's called? It's called a metaphobia. You you say this to people and they immediately say, "Oh, everyone's afraid of that." That is the, uh, like that's the ninety five percent of people responding the same way, and it's very um, it's more specific. So, a metaphobia is a fear of vomiting. It's not a fear of vomit. It's a fear mm. of vomiting, like yourself, you you doing it. Yeah. Um, no, no one likes seeing someone else being sick or no one likes being sick, but it's being in a situation where I can't control it happening mm. or I'm, um, let's say if I was on a bus or I was in someone's car or whatever and all of a sudden I just feel I need, like, it happens, doesn't it, sometimes? Mm. You get actually ill and you just need to be sick. Yeah. Um, it's being in that situation that, terrifies me and so anytime if someone said to me oh i've been ill recently i've had like a stomach bug or something my heart would go into like overdrive Mm. because i'm like i can catch this thing i can get this thing and this is going to put me in a position where i might end up being it's it's Mm. so like you know you create a whole narrative for what might happen to make this thing yeah trigger um anyway years ago that was quite you know it was bad um, I think not so much now at all. I think you probably still have a fear of it, but you have controlled it because in the whole ten years we've been together, I've never been seen you being sick. Yeah, ever. No. Yeah, I've I've been sick loads of times. Yeah, so and so infrequent. I remember the first time. <laughs> this is kind of the same situation that I found out that you had this fear was. We were coming back from somewhere and we were all in a car together and I was really, really hot. I remember I was really hot, but I was too polite or felt too shy to say, can you open the window? Um, And I was like, oh, I'm going to be sick. So I ran outside and I ran down the road to like be sick in a bush. And Jack was, I tell you now, he was like, he was like five metres away from me (laughs) or ten metres away from me. Like he would not come near me. Yeah. And I was like, come here, what are you doing? Like, I was calling him over because I wanted to talk to him, but he just wouldn't come 
Nieme. Yeah. Um, and it was I, a, it was a fear of of it of it the cause of that maybe mm. being something that was contagious mm. that I could get because if it's anything else like you know you get car sick I don't care about that that's mm. that's that's different yeah but you didn't know no I didn't I, I didn't sick. know either way you know yeah. um, <laughs> so but now like Jack will just sit up all night if he feels ill. Like, he would not... Because I, I almost have to be sick if I feel ill so that it it goes away. Yeah. So I feel like it's gone and I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, I can't do that. I don't I, I don't like the feeling of feeling sick, but I'd, I'd rather just do it. Yeah. Get, and get it over with. I think, yeah. I think a lot of people would, actually. Mm. But that's over time. Like, as a kid, I would avoid at all costs. Like, mm. I'd be, like, push it, like drinking more or tr- anything to try and not have, yeah. have that happen um so i think you've just like mastered that because you you'll li- <laughs> master the you, art he'll literally it. just like i don't feel very well and he'll just sit up yeah and just stay sitting up all night yeah. reading or with the light on and maybe that's why i can fall asleep quite easily i could i can i could literally just fall asleep just sitting up maybe i don't know who knows but to me that's i would see that as torture I'd rather yeah. just go and do it and then come back and go sleep. Yeah. But Whereas like, to me, the opposite is true. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's definitely real. It's definitely a phobia you have. Weird, isn't it? That, that you would do that and put yourself through that because yeah. you just cannot. I mean, it. I guess relatively, of all the phobias, it's a... It's not a it's not a bad one. It could be worse. But it's more the implications of you thinking about it all the time, I think. You know, where it starts to become like a an obsessive thought mm. at one point. Yeah. Absolutely. Like just everything i was thinking about the implications of what i touch mm. and then um what other people touch have they washed their hands are they then gonna every combination mm. of everything you can imagine comes from that kind of thing so mm. um, do you think next time that you felt unwell that you would try and be sick mm. no even now even now yeah so you're not over it then no no but it it doesn't panic me as much um i don't know why i think that both same with me i think too i don't feel panicked as much by it but i think both of our phobias are things that don't happen very often yeah so we're quite lucky in that sense but imagine like some of these also i just wanted to point out those phobias i read that was just a glimpse into them i didn't realize the article was just like a Here's some of the top ones. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, imagine, like, being scared of something that you confront daily, mm. like your own knees or, like, the sun. Yeah. It's like you said, you know, the one about the flowers. I mean, on on one hand, you look at it and you're going to go, well, that's, like, that seems ridiculous. But also, just imagine if that was the case. Mm. It doesn't mean that there needs to be a rational thought behind it. In fact, no. there, there often isn't, but... The implication of it is that everywhere you go, you're thinking, am I going to encounter this thing that I'm terrified of? Mm. And um, for years, I was scared of things in costume, like, you know, a clown and other things. Mm. Um, and it wasn't until I started being in costume myself that that fear went away. Yeah. Or like, you know, the more characters I interacted with, like it kind of went away. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, I started doing, like, special effects makeup. And I would talk to somebody 
and as I was talking to them, I would put them into character and costume. And then even though by the end they looked like something that I would definitely have been afraid of as a child, I humanised them mm. by talking to them. So it got, I kind of like trained myself out of it, which was really strange. Well, you, you effectively created the thing, didn't you? You yeah. built the thing. So it was kind of like... And then when I became a character, I realised how harmless it was and how how really people just walk away from that job. They take the costume off and they're like, oh, God, I can't, wait to, oh, I can't wait to go and eat food and whatever, whatever. I don't know what I thought as a child. I think that... I think that as children, you look for, this is my theory, I don't know, but you look for faces. And as you're learning emotions and how to read people and how to understand human emotions, someone wears a mask to cover that up. So as a child, you don't know how to respond to them. The things that you're learning about are are being covered up. And also... On top of that, they're very big and colourful and loud characters usually. And for me, I was really, really shy. So being confronted with like, hey, I'm a massive elephant with like brightly coloured clothes and like I have a huge horn that's going to like make a really loud noise. I would hate that. Mm. I'd be like, get away from me. You giant freak. (laughs) (laughs) There's actually the truth in what you said, about Mm. particularly about the eyes. Mm. Um, I I heard a psychologist talking about the way that the whites of of human eyes developed Mm. through evolution. Right. Um, So you look at like a, a gorilla, their eyes are completely black. But one of the things that we need as humans is cues through the eyes. You know, you, you look at a person, you, you get some kind of trust or, you, you know what I mean? Mm. If someone's, like, nervous, their eyes are frantically going around the room or distrustful, all those kind of things. Yeah. Um, and so we gradually developed white in our eyes and that's mm. the thing that enables us to... All those silent communications that happen between us, we don't know we're going on, yeah. go through the eyes. So anything that, like you said, that doesn't have a, a connection... Um, becomes quite intimidating. Mm. It was strange, actually, because I remember even my neighbour dressed as Santa Claus and I remember being, like, in my dad's arms and them, like, pulling his beard down and being like, look, it's blah, blah from next door. And, And I was like, I don't care. Like, I was crying and, like, they would put the, you know, the beard back on and, like, look, like, and then we take it off and, look, it's only blah, blah. And I'd, like, might stop crying for a second, but then they'd put it back on and I'd cry again. And it was, like, um, I think part of it was you have to like this thing. You have to like Santa. You have to like clowns. You have to enjoy the party that we did (laughs) for you with all these, like, animals dressed up, like, like, I think it was that too and mm. the pressure that I felt to... Even though you were afraid of the things. Yeah, like, I don't like it. I'm a bit like... Mm, like, even around loud people as a child, I just didn't like being around loud people. Mm. So I, it just was kind of, like, forcing me to be... You know, I'm not saying I was forced, like, my parents forced me or anything. It's just, like, socially. 
Yeah. Like, you know, people be like, oh, she's afraid of, oh, go on, go on, go give it a hug, go have a picture, go hold its hand. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't like it. It's yeah. too big. It scares me. I don't want to be anywhere near it. But, like, what is that about, like, parents being like, or adults just being like, you have to do this thing? I think because they've forgotten the fear themselves mm. they, they don't they don't know how intimidating everything is everything is anymore yeah and so they're like it's just a it's just a whatever it is and you're like mm. no this is like facing godzilla and it's you know it's funny because a, a few years ago i did like a three-year-old's birthday party and i was snow white and i turned up and the way the kids were looking at me i was like oh i get it like, I know how you feel. I'm just going to go. It's kind of how I felt. Like, But they were, like, looking at me with, like, bewilderment. Like, how is she here? Or, like, probably thinking she doesn't look like the cartoon. Yeah. Like, she's not a cartoon character. Like, when they were, you know, like, I remember one time, I think, I don't know where we were, like, Paris or whatever, like, in Disneyland. And the kids were meeting Woody. But he was huge. Mm, yeah. So you think, oh, he's gonna meet. They're gonna meet Woody. They're gonna meet like a toy, because that's what he is in the movie. But he's not. He's a, he's a he's a huge thing. How do you think a kid is able to like? Do you think they go along with the ride? They're just like, oh yeah, I now believe that that is the real character. Or do you think they have to? Be, they're like their mind has to convince them slightly that oh, it's just it's just another form, <laughs> Woody. Um, no, I think they're in absolute shock. Really? Like, what the heck is that? Like, do you remember that little girl that, like, and her mom that pushed in front of us to meet, meet Minnie Mouse? Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> Minnie Mouse came out and the girl just wailed, <laughs> like, right away and she couldn't get a picture. There was some terrible irony in that one. There and really? that part of me was like, Rah! Yeah. Because she was like... God, she hated that. I was like, I wanted to meet Minnie Mouse. Like, I dressed... I dressed like as like a Disney bound and mm. it was my first time in the park and I wanted to meet her. Yeah. And I queued. Thank you very much. I queued for like half an hour. And this woman shoved in. And this woman like, like come my under, daughter's turn. Come under the bar and yeah. just stood in front of us and I was like, Okay, I'm just gonna pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> and then uh and then she, Minnie Mouse came out and she just started wailing. I was like, oh, was ne funny, oh never mind. What oh, a shame. Go, go and sit over there. It's oh, fine. Away from Minnie Mouse. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Is when, your mum horrible? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> when you were Snow White, yeah. did um, did any kids just immediately burst into tears? Um, no, not, no, I don't think so. No. I think because I had... I suppose it's not necessarily an intimidating Not really. But there was definitely some kids that just... Like, actually, I'd say probably most of them at that little party mm. that just didn't say anything because they were just completely in awe. Right. And, like, it didn't matter what I did, they were staring at me. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Like, I was singing happy birthday and the kids were all looking at me <laughs> instead of the little girl whose birthday it was. <laughs> She's not animated. <laughs> like, that kind of thing. Yeah. It reminded me of um, that time we were watching the parade in Tokyo Disney. Right. Um, and I didn't even know, but you said the little girl like stared at me through yeah, the, the whole, whole thing. The whole time, you got this huge parade, <laughs> of big magical floats going by, and the girl's just like transfixed on Jodie. Mm. <laughs> but if she, 
you know, we're in that environment and if she recognises that the princesses have, like, faces, like, similar to me. That's true. Like, eyes and features. And it's like, what are you doing in the crowd? <laughs> what are you doing here? You should be over there. <laughs> or, like... You have a job to do. <laughs> <laughs> you have a job to do, love. No, but it, it probably... Like, say for that little guy, if that's the only place that she's seen girls like that, mm. like princess or like that that look or that kind of person, um, and we're in the place where she sees those type of people, yeah. then it, that must be really confusing to her. Yeah, but it must be very jarring. Like, I as guess. well, both of us, like, Jack's very tall and imposing too, so she's probably like, oh, my God, what are these two doing here? <laughs> these freaks. Like, she probably doesn't realise, like, she probably thinks we should be, like, on there. Yeah. Not, like, everyone around us looks like her. So Except us. Except us. So it's kind of like, she's probably just like, huh? It just reminded me, actually, when I had to play Santa in the, like, the little nursery schools oh, that are around yeah. here. Um, it was the complete polar opposite reactions. On one hand, you'd have kids who were like, Jackson, say, like they recognised <laughs> that it was me through my terrible disguise. And then some kids who just immediately burst into tears. Really? Because there's these giant Santa Claus who's coming towards them. <laughs> yeah, what is it though? What is it about that fear with kids? I think it, I think it is that they're learning about faces and... Mm. Um, it's it's a lot to do with characters too, right? And also, it's like stranger danger, right? We're taught not to speak to strangers, yet this like thing that you can't see and you don't recognise. Yes, so. And then your parents are kind of they're edging you towards the yeah. danger that you believe is. It's like, is it a test? Yeah. <laughs> is, it a test? is it a test, mum? Imagine like you Watch know, like imagine was. like if you're a little cub, like a baby cub, like a lion cub, and the mum's like, "Don't go near crocodiles, yeah. okay? Just don't." Don't do it. And then they're like, oh, okay. But then there's like a cheetah that's dressed as a crocodile. <laughs> and they're like, you can go to that one. And then she's like, what, why? No, you told me not to. No, you told me not to. No, no. And then they're like, but go on, go and have a photo with the cheetah dressed as a crocodile. And she's like, no, mom, no. It's going to eat you me. You told me against this. You told me not to. I don't know why. You just told me not to. It's a stranger. Yeah. Crocodile danger. It's very, uh, it's tough being a kid, isn't it? You don't know what's what. Um, right, let's end the podcast there, Joe. Okay, hun. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say my usual spiel to do with where you can find us because I think that's becoming, it's very apparent that you can listen to our weird life on all major podcast platforms. Wherever you like to listen. Wherever you like to listen to it, go You'll there and you will find us. Um, instead, what I'd like to say is, if you enjoy our podcast, we really appreciate it if you could recommend it to just one other person. Aww. Um, it's nice. Someone who you think might like it too. Anyway, yeah, thank you once again for joining us. We release new podcasts every Sunday. Um, Jodie? If you'd like to become a part of the Our Commune Twitty, um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook also and Twitter. Yeah. At Our Weird Life Pod. Is that right? Yeah, Cast. that's it. So Twitter and Instagram at Our Weird Life Pod, Facebook at Our Weird Life Podcast. Okay. Um, my revolutionary, very <laughs> thought of the week yeah. is 
embrace your fears. Mm. Try to, yeah, try to learn to live with your fear instead of fearing your fear. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, You know, don't let people make fun of it because that's really annoying too. And people are like, oh, you have a fear of this. <laughs> I'm going to try and make make sure that I see you scared of that thing. Why do people enjoy being seeing you being scared? Because we are sadistic creatures. And then you start crying. They're like, oh, sorry, I didn't know you were actually scared of it. It's I didn't like, know you were really scared of it. Like, well, yeah, I just told you that, you numpter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, you know, um, embrace your fear. And if you can... Face your fear. But don't be forced to face your fear. If you want to overcome it, that's fine. But if you also don't and you want to live with it, that's fine too. Me and Jack live with our fears, huh? Yeah, high five. High five. Face your fears willingly or is don't. the motto of the day. Or, or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. Or don't. <laughs> or just don't. Or just do whatever you like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that's the theme most of our podcasts. Just do whatever the hell you want to do. Just don't hurt anyone in the process. As long as it's legal. Anyway, we'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Fare thee well. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.